The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. Now, we've got an interesting one today, which I'm sure everyone will be interested in, uh, mainly because we're talking high-grade gold in the eastern gold fields of WA, with uh, some nickel uh, in the background coming along as well. We're talking about Carnival. The code is CAV, last traded at 1.1 cent for a market cap of $30 million. The CEO is Humphrey Hale, and Humphrey's with us today to give us a rundown on uh, some exciting news that uh, started, well, the company's been active in the eastern gold fields there for a couple of years now, but quite recently, earlier this year, some very high-grade hits at its Kukani project. And uh, they also have the Aura Banda South Gold project, which is also shaping up nicely. So to run through all that, we have Humphrey with us today. Humphrey, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Good morning, Barry, and uh, I'm very pleased to be able to chat with you about these uh, interesting projects that we've got. Right. Now, obviously, uh, Kukani generated a lot, has generated a lot of interest. Kukani, of course, about 160 kilometres north of Kalgoorlie. Your Kukani East project, where you have the McTavish East, McTavish and the McTavish North results, uh, very high-grade ones from uh, East there. Just give the uh, investors a feel for what you have encountered there and uh, how you see the, the bigger picture there unfolding. It is a, an interesting area, of course, Kukani, two hours drive north of Cal. Um, we, we picked up the project from Western Resources and converted that option into 80% ownership and added an additional tenement in amongst the package. We've, we've drilled three rounds of air core and we completed the second round of RC uh, drilling very recently. Um, we wait, we await those results in June, but that was following up on some extremely high grades that we intercepted both in the Air Corps and in the RC, and and some of those grades, you know, spectacular. So we sixteen meters at, at twenty one grams. We had uh, additional two meters at sixteen grams, four meters at thirty one grams. You know, some substantial hits here in fresh rock. So this, this next round of, of air core drilling has been, sorry, RC drilling has been aimed at growing uh, that high grade zone um, and, and identifying uh, further extensions down dip and, and along strike. And we, we've completed that for 5,000 meters and we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens when we get the results back. But from the geology and the logging, it looks good. So uh, do we have some, uh, is there some scale to this project? Yeah, so in Kukaini, it's a small bunch of tenements that, that sits to the west of the pub. Um, some people might be familiar with the, uh, the horse that hangs around there. <laughs> but we, um, we've got on, on the McTavish East Prospect, we've got about 350 metres of high-grade strike right. um, in, a, in a wider, broader, anomalous area of about 500 metres. And then to the north at McTavish North, uh, we've got about 250 metres of strike in the um, in the air court. And we've just finished uh, nine holes in there. Uh, the first RC that, that's been done on the project. And we're hopeful that we'll can, we can pick up some good grades there as well. Uh, so this has always been 
a place where you would expect to find high grades. Mm. And when when I was when we talk high grades, it's it's the real high grade, sort of in in, in excess of ten grams up to an ounce or thereabouts yeah. over a number of meters, mm-hmm. um, providing uh, resources in the order of somewhere between one hundred and fifty thousand ounces and and 350,000 ounces. That's our target. And the tenement area that we've been exploring is has always been undercover and concealed from uh, earlier explorers. So this was our advantage mm-hmm. and our opportunity. And we seem to be onto something here with our newly discovered McTavish East prospect. Mm. Who was McTavish, by the way? That's a good question. I'm not sure. I suspect Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> no prizes for that. <laughs> but there is, uh, at McTavish on Metalistes ground, mm-hmm. there is... Uh, there is an underground mine that was operated at the uh, the turn of the twentieth century. So, okay. mm-hmm. um, I dare say his remains are at the bottom of that. Mm. No, it's just because you were. This is a well, a blind discovery undercover. So, uh, presumably, Mr. McTavish was active in the area at some point over the last hundred and so years. Yeah. So, where you at Kikani? Nearly all, in fact, all of the prospects that have been discovered: Cosmopolitan, Altona. Uh, McTavish Leopold uh, champion they've all been found uh, as sticking out the ground as residual um, opportunities so the area in between all of those is covered in deep uh, transported material and um, and then a depleted regolith and we we've been able to unpick that mm. using the structural information and detailed geology to to chase down and find a new high grade load so that's our that's where we sit and this mineralized structure runs down to uh, the Champion South area, about a kilometre away? That's right. So the Champion South area w- was the area that had previously been explored and carried some grade. It's got some single metres plus 10 grams in historical drilling, and that lives on a, on the structure uh, where we found this high-grade zone about a kilometre to the southwest um, of Champion South. So we see an opportunity between... McTavish East and Champion South along this structure that has not been tested yet. And we see perched alluvial gold mm-hmm. um, in the lower transported um, horizons that are giving us indications that we might be able to chase further high grade beneath that. We've got an air core program starting on the 27th of May to test that, that corridor in detail, which will be quite exciting. Looking forward to that. Yeah. So potentially you could end up with a series of 150 to 300,000 ounce sort of deposits along. Yeah, 100% Barry. And I guess that's that's very interesting in uh, in the scheme of things at Kukani. So I'm I'm sure you're familiar with Metallistia Next doing their work and they've been drilling and trying to expand the Leopold, McTavish and Cosmopolitan historic mines mm-hmm. uh, and they've had some success with that. But more importantly, you've got uh, a few companies to the north of us and only... 10Ks to the north of us, is Genesis um, and their um, Ulysses project and also their brand new discovery at Penny West. So they've they've got 2 million ounces or thereabouts at about 1.8 grams. And that, um, that looks like it'll become a new mill, a new operation. Uh, and with Rally Finlayson <laughs> taking over from... Mike Fowler, you know, mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't join that company just to just to tread water. No. I'm sure that mm. there's more things to come there. And then next door we've got um, Saturn's Apollo project, and they've just added half a million ounces to their Apollo project through a change in feasibility. So that gives them 
close to a million and a half ounces or thereabouts. So in the region, you've got sort of three and a half million ounces without a mill. Mm. Apollo could do with a bit of sugar. It could do with some high grade to make that work. Um, and even some of the pits around Ulysses at one, one gram or so uh, would benefit from a little boost of grade. And so we could provide that. And if you look at uh, the acquisitions by Romelius and um, and how they've moved and, and shaped the uh, the market, if you like, for projects in the Eastern Goldfields. Mm. If you look at their Penny West acquisition, that was about 650 bucks an ounce. Um, and that graded about 13 grams for 350,000 ounces. So that is the sort of thing that we are aiming to emulate. Mm. That's our sort of business model, if you like. And then they also bought Rebecca, which was about a gram, a uh, million ounces at a gram or thereabouts. And uh, that was about 150 bucks an ounce. Mm. So you can see a great difference in um, in all that you can truck and all that has to sustain a, a mill, et cetera. So we see ourselves, although you know, 250, 300,000 ounces isn't so much, at high grade you can truck it anywhere. And um, yeah. it will unlock some of these lower grade uh, open pits that, that are being discovered. Mm. Obviously, uh, you're just touching there on the strategic importance of your Kiny East project. Um, I was just wondering, how does the shareage look? Because the last thing we want to see, of course, is a, <clears throat> a low ball takeover bid uh, before you yourselves get to unlock the full potential of your, your project. Yeah, interesting. We're, we've always been an explorer since our inception listing in, in 2007. Um, and we've had a strong support from our, our existing shareholder group and their um, generally high net worth individuals, well known to our chairman. And, and um, they they have supported uh, Andy Beckwith before me as MD and, and myself going forward on our exploration strategy, which is to find strong projects that can be uh, explored quickly and and changed on and and, mm. and developed, um, and so we see no institutional um, people on the register. The top twenty own sixty percent of the company, and we've been very well supported in our capital raising. So when we first got those RC results at Kukaini, we did a technical presentation to our to our senior shareholder group, and um, we wanted to know you know, what they thought and, and, and give them the detailed geology. And they said, right, well, we, we need to move this along quickly. And we uh, we did a capital raise on the back of that, which they supported fully, including our two uh, directors, Andy Beckwith and Ron Gajewski. Uh, they put in $200,000 each, which is a great um, thumbs up for what we're doing. And that was done at 1.1, which is where we sit today. So I, I hope that we'll see the, uh, the share price move in the right direction when we get the results in from Kirkani, and we've also got other things going on, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Mm, okay. That placement raised uh, 2.64 million all up, and you mentioned Andy Beckwith uh, kicked in 200,000 and the chairman as well. Um, Andy yeah. Beckwith, of course, for those who don't know, is uh, the exploration guy at DeGray, discoverer of the Molina project, the Molina Basin project, which I last count was at six, seven, eight, nine, ten million ounces and count. Well, that's right. I think they've got a new resource coming out, but it's a spectacular discovery by um, De Grey and the Hemi project, etc. So when he discovered that, uh, he couldn't do both jobs. So he asked me to step in and, and we've been able to give Carnival a good, a good boost. And so mm. having that technical knowledge, history of success, 
uh, we've been able to pick up some good projects and develop them. Yep, and just just to be sure, Andy is non-exec director of the company? He is, yep. yes, okay. non-executive director, that's right. All right, uh, let's move down to um, Orobanda South Gold Project, about 65 kilometres north of uh, Kalgoorlie, uh, eight kilometres north from the uh, historic uh, gold mining centre there. Um, an interesting one, potentially large scale. What can you tell us about it? Yeah, Orobanda, only an hour north of Cal. And if you travel there and, and drive around, which is, is very straightforward, very easy access, mm. you can see old workings and, and pits all over the place. It's, it's, a, it's a well-known, well-explored area. And you wouldn't expect to be able to do a greenfields exploration opportunity um, so close to Cal and in this well-explored well district. However, because uh, we're exploring in a sedimentary package, the Black Flag Group bed up against the Currawong conglomerates with the carnage shear running through it. This was always unpopular and overlooked and ignored by previous explorers. They were always looking for dolerites and greenstones. Mm. However, when uh, Goldfields discovered their invincible project down at the St. Hives mining camp, that changed things. And that happened in 2012 and was within the shadow of the mill uh, down there at St. Ives. So that's a two and a half million ounce plus producer. It's gone underground, it's high grade, um, and it sits in a, a very, very similar sedimentary package. Mm-hmm. So when we came along to, to review the opportunity to Oroban, we wanted to know, is this carnage here fertile? And through a review of, of data, there was some small amount of air core drilling to the south, and there's a small pit, the carnage, pit at the north along the carnage shear mm-hmm. we were very encouraged we did some soils across the residual soil area um, and then we did uh, a round of air core to chase up that fertile structure and we were we were very successful in in that enormously wide space air core we managed to get um, four meters at nearly nine grams mm-hmm. um, and in addition we had eight meters at 2.7 12 meters at half four meters at 1.4 um, and, and a number of other strong hits on this wide space air core. We were only expecting to see sort of residual um, gold anomalism in the regolith that we would need to chase further. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were expecting sort of 0.2 grams a tonne to, to develop. So this was outstanding. We've subsequently drilled 13,000 metres following up on that air core hits, and we should see results in the next few weeks. Um, on that. And, and again, it's, it is still extremely wide space. So the lines are 360 metres apart. It's a 15 kilometre system. And we've already got substantial plus gram hits, nearly close to 10 grams. So, you know, this could be very exciting and, and a company maker. So Kukaini high grade, uh, 300, 200 to 300,000 ounces, perhaps. Uh, this one is a, is a, you know, could be a million ounces or more. Who knows? Right. So just run us through the... So you've just completed an RC program, was it? So we completed an air core program at Orobanda. It's for 13,000 metres, yeah. Right, okay. And results from that will... Results would be probably within the next couple of weeks to, to complete that. Mm-hmm. And we'll be announcing that. So did you... Wide space, almost geochemical uh, testing in nature? Very much so. So in 15 kilometres, you, you really... 
you know, we, we did our wish list and it came up to a million bucks worth of air core drilling first up and we couldn't mm -hmm. do that. So we had to sort of manage the risk. Mm -hmm. The first program was about $350,000 mm -hmm. and, and picked up those hits. And then we came in and infilled and we're still 360 meters apart on this really big determined package. Yeah. So from that, what drilling you have done, were you able to define or um, imagine that you've got one, two, three, four, you know, uh, areas of particular interest? We've got three areas of defined by the previous drilling, so that that was um, that was important. So we've got the Carnage Prospect to the north, the Highlander Prospect in the middle, and our other one to the south, which is um, Gan Gan Dam, yeah. uh, a tribute to the Afghans. And those are huge. You know, they're they're multiple kilometres in strike and still ephemeral with regards to our understanding. So the infill drilling should help us. Uh, and of course, we're we're well placed geologically and we've done geochemical sampling down the holes to make sure that we can analyze the rock types and and get a, a vector on on alteration and mineralizing structures so quite exciting to see what will come out of this right and a nice systematic sort of approach to it all absolutely okay. yeah now we're close to running out of time but uh, we should uh, have a quick chat about gray dam nickel project what's uh, nearby to the black swan silver swan uh, high grade nickel deposits what have you got there yeah, Black Swan, Silver Swan, Golden Swan, they've done extremely well in, in, in finding high-grade nickel sulfides, Cambalda-style mm. nickel sulfides, um, and that's about uh, 50 k's to the west of, of where we are. Um, and importantly, the Ardea, Ardea have, have found their Emu Lake, which is only 25 k's up the road from us, and on the same geological package and with abutting and neighbouring uh, tenements. So they've been successful in identifying Cambalda-style nickel sulfides. Um, we've we've done some work at Graydam in the past and were unsuccessful. But the work that we did to to convince ourselves to go drilling was very important. We did an enormous amount of detailed geochem um, ratios of copper and nickel, presence of platinum, the presence of nickel sulfide underneath the, the small nickel cobalt laterite resource. Right. It said this is a, a good spot for Cambella style nickel. So, to the north, we've got um, the package that lives undercover once more and therefore hasn't been explored. We've we've done a, a wide program of ultrafine fraction soil sampling, which is a, a new technique that's it, it involved with the CSIRO project, um, and that's given us five soil anomalies to follow up to make sure we hit that target as best as possible. We did some passive seismic over the top of it mm -hmm. to determine the depth of cover and the nature of the regolith and that's but that was pretty handy we did a mag inversion on the aero mag to make sure that we knew which way the the, the vertical mafic ultra mafic package was was dipping and and confirmed it to be vertical so um, we'll be doing a moving loop uh, em surface ground mag survey um, to test that which which is pretty neat. Uh, it's it's a reasonably large package. Mm -hmm. It's um it's probably got about nine k's of strike length, uh, which is pretty good. And um, I've no doubt that we'll find some targets from that to follow up with drilling. So, um, albeit you know we've got two strong gold projects, this one is is still uh, got merit, and and we're we're looking forward to finding something here. Mm. Particularly with nickel prices where they are nowadays. 100 percent, mm -hmm. and nickel sulfide is is the one to have yeah absolutely okay humphrey um now here's the hard part if we could just summarize for for investors 
some uh, bull points they should be looking out for in the coming months. Yeah, and not hard at all, Barry. <laughs> not hard at all at this point in time. With Kukaini, we've just finished our, our 5,200-metre RC program, expanding and, and, and growing that, that high-grade zone. So we're expecting some good outcomes there at Kukaini, McTavish East and Kukaini. Uh, we've also finished our drilling at Orobanda. There was 13,000 metres of air core following up some high-grade anomalism and, and gold hits, you know, four metres at nines is nothing to be sniffed at. Uh, and we should see that within a couple of weeks. Uh, we've also got this uh, EM, ground EM survey following up on soil samples uh, that might indicate nickel sulphide conductors. Um, and we expect that in, in the next couple of months. So within the next quarter, we've got th three projects with three strong result uh, outcomes coming. Uh, and investors should be pleased that, that they can get in and capitalise on that where, uh, where the stock price is now, um, uh, the raising that we did. Uh, so all's full speed ahead. Yeah, okay. There we go, folks. Couldn't ask uh, for more than that. Uh, three strong projects in the, in the making. Um, market cap of only 30 mil. Uh, obviously leverage to a, a future and a potential expiration upside. And uh, an interesting story, Humphrey. One we'll be watching closely. So good luck with it all. And thanks for your time today. Thank you, Barry. It's been good to talk. Cheers.